Go to Luke 12. I want to show you a guided tour of the grave that Jesus Christ did. You might not have ever thought about this, but in Luke chapter 12, I mean chapter 16, I'm sorry. It's Luke 16, not 12. Did I see? Yeah. It's Luke 16. And this is what the Lord says. Uh, here we go, verse 19. There's a certain rich man clothed in purple, and you've all heard this story, the rich man and Lazarus, and a beggar, verse 20, named Lazarus. He desired to be fed, and so it was in verse 22, the beggar died and was carried by the angels to Abraham's bosom. Now, the reason most Bible scholars don't believe this is a parable is, if it is, it's the only parable anybody's named. And Lazarus is in this. A person is named. So most likely, this is a very great teaching story, but it's an event that happened. And what Jesus is saying, there was a rich man, and there was a beggar named Lazarus, and that man died, and he's carried by angels to Abraham's bosom. What is that? That's where... Old Testament saints went before the cross. And the rich man also died and was buried. Now look at this. And being tormented in Hades. So there is conscious existence after death. That's the first thing the story says. He being in torments. There's conscious existence and you can feel stuff after you die. That's going to be the shocker for a lot of people. The, the ones that are committing suicide, thinking they're ending their pain, they're not. Suicide doesn't end your pain. It begins it. The real pain. Being in torments in Hades, he lifted up his eyes. Verse 23. We still have our senses in the afterlife. This guy is conscious. He's feeling sensations. He can see stuff. Wow. And he saw Abraham afar. We recognize things. And Lazarus, we remember. We have our memories in the afterlife. He says... Whoa, he cried out and says, Father Abraham, have mercy on me. Send Lazarus, he may dip the tip of his uh, finger in water and cool my tongue, for I'm in torment in this flame. And Abraham said, Son, remember. See, Jesus gives us a tour of the grave and tells us that we need to be very diligent about sharing with people where they're headed. Everybody's not going to heaven. Most people are not going to heaven. Broad is the way, Jesus said, that leads to destruction, and many go that way, he said, and narrow is the gate, and few go that way. A tour of the grave was given by Jesus to prompt us to want to share the gospel, and what's the gospel? That Christ is the answer. In the 10 seconds of time it takes for me to say the sentence that Christ is the answer, 18 human beings awoke in eternity because they died on earth. Every hour, 6,400 more people die. 155,000 a day die. And Christ is the answer. Life is fragile. You need to get that in your notes. Death is inevitable. And Christ is the answer. Life is fragile. We are just a brainwave and a heartbeat and a breath away from eternity. And it's okay for us because we know where we're going. Our sins are on Christ. But for most people, you'll see as you go home for your breaks, as you go out from here, as you go to the store, most people you see, their life is very fragile and they're scared. And death is inevitable. There is no one that escapes death apart from those that are changed in a moment in the twinkling of the eye. Everyone else has to go through the valley of the shadow of death. And Christ 
is our only hope. Flu shots can't help the soul. The United Nations can't stop the evil. Our only hope is found in Jesus Christ.